Welcome to Wisdom and the Word Podcast, the show that not only answers your questions from God's Word, but equips believers with the foundational truths for their faith. We're excited that you've taken time to join us and hope that today's content is valuable to you. In today's episode, Pastor Wiley continues his study through the book of Hebrews. Welcome to Tune Up Tuesday here at Wisdom in the Word. We're glad that you're joining us. Today, we're going to continue in our study of the book of Hebrews, and today in Hebrews 11, verses 8 to 12. Hebrews 11, verses 8 to 12. Today, we're going to talk about faithful Abraham, and we've moved on now from the uh, pre-flood, the faith before the flood in verses 4 to 7, and now the writer of Hebrews is going to focus primarily on the character of Abraham. No list of faithful people or people of faith would be complete if Abraham was not included. And so we find uh, Abraham included in this list, and we're going to begin reading today in verse number eight. The Bible says, by faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance, obeyed. And he went out, not knowing whither he went. By faith, he sojourned in the land of promise, as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. For he looked for a city which hath foundations, whose builder and maker is God. Through faith also, Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed and was delivered of a child when she was past age, because she judged him faithful who had promised." Therefore sprang there even of one and him as good as dead, so many as the stars of the sky in multitude, and as the sand which is by the seashore innumerable. Here in this text, we find as the writer is developing, he's giving us examples of people who persevered by faith. Remember the thought from chapter 10 of uh, continuing on. That is, he says, you don't draw back, keep moving forward uh, by faith. And that's how the child of God is expected to keep on in this world. We keep on moving forward by faith with our eyes fixed on the person of Jesus Christ. Now, in the first part of the chapter, he gives us some introductory uh, thoughts on faith's report card or uh, the uh, specifically talking about faith's progress report in verses one to three. And then verses four to seven, he picks up and he starts talking about faith before the flood. Now, after listing Abel and Enoch and Noah, he now is going to make a a. He's going to move into the patriarchs, but more specifically, in verses 8 to 12, he's going to talk about faithful Abraham. And that's the subject of our uh, lesson today as we're looking at Abraham specifically, uh, his character. Again, no list would be complete if Abraham was not in that list. Abraham is listed in this book um, as many as almost any other book of the Bible. Abraham is important, uh, is more only listed more in the Gospel of Luke and in the Gospel of John than in the, the book of Hebrews. Uh, Hebrews mentions Abraham over and over and over again. We've already seen references to him in the book, and he's going to be mentioned here in this 
this passage because of his faith. And let's notice some of the markers of his faith here in Hebrews 11, beginning in verse number eight. I want you to see first off, Abraham's submission to the call. Abraham's submission to the call. The Bible says, by faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should have to receive for an inheritance, obeyed. And he went out not knowing whither he went. So the first marker here of Abraham's faith was his willingness to submit to the call that God had placed on his life. Uh, God called him out of Ur of the Chaldees. God called him to leave Haran. And from there, Abraham was called. We believe that Abraham's background, maybe his family, the area in which he lived, was full of idolatry. And God picked Abraham as the progenitor, as the beginning of all of the Hebrew race, uh, as the beginning of the Jewish people, singled him out and chose him. And Abraham had to respond to what God had said. He had to respond to the call. He had to submit himself to the call of God. You'll notice in this verse, it says, by faith, when Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance, that is, he was called to go to a place, but he wasn't promised that he would receive that inheritance until he got to the place. That is, God told him to go, but God didn't tell him he was going to give it as an inheritance. He went on the basis of God has called me, not as I'm going to get something or I'm going to be rewarded or I'm going to get an inheritance. He went, he, he afterward received an inheritance, but he obeyed. He obeyed and he submitted to the call that God had placed on his lives. And he went out not knowing whether he went. That is, God told him, you just go that way. And if you, when you reach the place where I want you to stop, I'll tell you to stop. And so Abraham did. This is a huge move. Again, his name was Abram at that time and Sarai, his wife, and they too went in that direction. He packed up everything he had um, and he traveled in that direction and he lived in tents and he, and he dwelt. So we see first off the responsibility of Abraham, the response of Abraham to submit to the call. And I think we should say also that when God calls us, when God puts things on our heart, when God gives us the word of God that tells us what to do and where to go. That one of the marks of our faith is obedience. One of the marks of our faith is submission to the call. Say, say, well, I may not be called to full-time Christian service. You may not be called to full-time Christian service, but we're all called to Christian service. That is reasonable service, as Paul would define it in Romans 12, is living a, giving our lives as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God. And so it's the responsibility of every believer to be submissive to the call of God. I want you to notice the second mark of Abraham's faith. This found in verse number nine. Not only did Abraham was did Abraham submit to the call, but you'll notice in verse number nine, Abraham sojourned in a country. Abraham sojourned in a country by faith. He sojourned in the land of promise as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. That is, not only did Abraham go to a place and God said, this is it. And God said, I'm going to give you this land. But the Bible says that Abraham was willing to stay in that land and live in tents. Abraham didn't settle. He didn't build a city. He didn't um, start and build himself a house and say, well, I'm just going to build a house here. He was satisfied to sojourn and to live in tents. It makes it clear here that he dwelled in tabernacles. Um, he was he pitched his tent from here to there. 
And again, the acknowledgement here of this verse, it's transitioning us to help us understand that Abraham didn't put down roots because he knew that while this was the inheritance that he was going to receive, he was not looking for this city. This was the land of promise, but he wasn't looking for this city. He's looking for a different city. He wasn't going to build himself a city. He was going to look for a different city. And we'll see that in the next verse. But notice verse nine, by faith, he sojourned in the land of promise. This was the land. So he surveyed it and he dwelt in it and he pitched his tent and he tabernacled in it and he lived in it and he never had a permanent house or a permanent dwelling place in the land. This is how Abraham chose to live. It was an acknowledgement. Get this. It was an acknowledgement that Abraham was saying, this is not my permanent home. This is not the place where God has permanently called me to be. I think one of the marks of every child of God is to recognize that we are not called to be at home here. We are not called called to put down roots here, but we are called to a land of promise. We are called eventually to a place where God is going to give us our mansions and give us a place where we can dwell. So when we look at the scriptures and we understand it, Abraham, a mark of Abraham was that he was willing to sojourn in a country. And we are pilgrims here. We are sojourners here. We are strangers here in a strange country. We live in a strange world. And being willing to live here and sojourn here and dwell here uh, amongst other people, knowing that we have a, a a better place that's waiting for us, again, is a mark of faith. Uh, God has called us to live here and to put tents here and to dwell here and to do what we can, but to represent him in this land. And so Abraham, we see the second mark of his faith was his sojourn in a country. Notice thirdly, the third mark of Abraham's faith in verse number 10 was that Abraham had a search for a city, a search for a city. Notice what he says, verse 10, for he looked for a city which hath foundations, whose builder and maker is God. Now, this is a completion of the thought of verse 9. When Abraham came, not only did he sojourn here in a country, but he sojourned here and he had tents here and tabernacled here because he was looking for something better. He was looking for a city. And notice the city is not a city that was in the land of Canaan. It was not a city that was in that region. Notice the way that the writer frames this city. For he looked for a city which hath foundations, whose builder and maker is God. Obviously, this is a reference to heavenly city. We're going to see references to this later on in the book of Hebrews uh, in the concluding chapters uh, as he talks a little bit more about, about heaven. He talks a little bit more about a heavenly country. We're going to see more in this same chapter itself. But the important part here is that Abraham, when he sojourned, he was sojourning because he did not want to put down his roots because his eyes were on something greater. His eyes were on a city whose builder and maker is God. That is, he wasn't looking to establish his roots here. It was wonderful, the land of promise. It was wonder, wonderful to have a physical place to be able to come and dwell. God blessed Abraham with flocks and with family and and with uh, uh, children uh, as as he um, 
saw his the race of the the Israelites continued to expand children and grandchildren and and the blessing of it all of that was given to him by God but one of the marks of Abraham's faith was that he was searching for a city searching for a city whose builder and maker was God his eyes were not here and so we as believers should not have our eyes here we should have our eyes on a heavenly country we have a very brief time here on this earth uh, to be able to impact this world with the gospel. And so let us not put down roots that are too deep. Let's keep our eyes on a city whose builder and maker is God. Then in verse number 11, we see a fourth, uh, fourth aspect of Abraham's faith, and that is he was given strength. We see Abraham's strength for conception. So we see as we go through, he was submissive, submissive to the call. He sojourned in a country. He searched for a city, but now here in verse number 11, we see strength given to him for conception. Notice Sarah enters the picture here in verse number 11 as part of Abraham's story. Verse 11, through faith also, Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed and was delivered of a child when she was past age because she judged him faithful who had promised. Now we find Abraham's wife, Sarah, brought into the picture here, and scholars really wrestle with this particular verse as to whether or not Sarah should be included as a member of the Hall of Faith or whether she is referenced as part of Abraham's story and not really her faith. But it seems here the way that this verse reads that uh, it is Sarah's faith that seems to be indicated here, not just Abraham's faith. It wasn't just Abraham's faith accompanied by Sarah, but it was also Sarah's faith. Even though Sarah had her moments of doubt, even though she laughed at God, we have to remember that Abraham also laughed at God when God gave the promise. But there seemed to be a measure of faith, a measure of faith that Sarah had and a measure of faith that Abraham had to conceive. And God gave them strength. God opened the womb of Sarah by faith. Uh, we know that Abraham went into his, um, went into uh, Hagar, um, which again was a, a servant concubine uh, that he had, and uh, Sarah recommended it. And of course, the child Ishmael was hated as a result of uh, this un unblessed union that Abraham had. But we also know that later on, Sarah, when she was 90, would have a child, and that child would be the child of promise that God promised her. God promised her a child, and so Isaac was born. Notice the Bible says, verse 11, through faith also, Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed and was delivered of a child when she was past age because she judged him faithful who had promised. You know, when we talk about faith, one of the, the hallmarks of faith is the fact that God can and will do the impossible. Uh, he can exceed our expectations. He can exceed what uh, what we think and what we know, and he can exceed what we believe is even plausible. We, we have faith to believe that God can do what we cannot do and that he can exceed our expectations. Through faith, also Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed and was delivered of a child when she was past age. That even, even in her old age, God is no respecter of age or of persons. God can do things for us at any age and at any point, at any time. He can use us and he can go beyond our physical capabilities. And you'll notice the Bible says, because she judged him faithful who had promised. 
That is, one of the hallmarks here is the strength for conception is born out of the fact that she believed that God would follow through, that God would do what God promised to do, that if God promised it, he would also do it. And that is what we must believe in our lives. We must believe and latch on to the promises of God, latch on to the promises in the scripture and believe that what God has said he will do, he will do. We must trust the process, believe by faith. And then lastly, I want you to see in our lesson today in verse number 12, I want you to see uh, the fourth mark of Abraham's faith, and that was seed from the covenant, seed from the covenant. You'll notice in verse 12, therefore sprang there even of one and him as good as dead. Now, this is referring to Abraham once again. Abraham was as good as dead. Um, He was 100 years old. Uh, He was in his old age, beyond the ability, both of them, beyond the ability to conceive children. And you notice, of this relationship sprang out of Sarah and Abraham's faith, what? So many as the stars of the sky in multitude, and as the sand which is by the seashore innumerable. God blessed them. God blessed their faith. God multiplied their seed. God multiplied their uh, their their uh, children, and they had Isaac, and Isaac begat Jacob and Esau, and Jacob begat uh, the sons that became the twelve tribes of Israel, and and oh, and just the massive growth that we see. The Bible says of the by the seashore innumerable. This was what God did through the seed of Abraham. And uh, listen, as we think about God's blessings on our lives, God's promises, God's blessings on our lives are in proportion to our faith, in proportion to our belief, in proportion to knowing and believing that God can and that God will. And that is what Abraham believed here. And so we see here in this uh, moment, we see faithful Abraham. Abraham, we see uh, the marks of his faith here. He was submissive to the call. He sojourned in a country. He searched for a city. He had strength for conception. And then he had seed from the covenant. And all of these things happened in Abraham's life as a result of his faith. We want to thank you so much for joining us on this Tuesday edition of Wisdom in the Word. We hope it's been a blessing and an encouragement to you today. We'll continue on picking up here in verse 13 next week as we continue on in our study. We hope that you'll join us. If you have any questions for our Thoughtful Thursday episode, please feel free to submit them to us. Uh, We'll be glad to add those to our list and uh, be able to answer those questions as best we can from the Word of God. We look forward to seeing you on Thursday, and we want to thank you for joining us on this Tuesday here at Wisdom in the Word. God bless. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Wisdom in the Word podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode, we invite you to support us by subscribing, rating, and reviewing this show on your favorite podcast app and sharing something you've learned on social media. Thanks again for joining us, and we hope to see you next time on Wisdom in the Word.